0: You guys so much for joining the One More Idea podcast. This podcast is a place for you to get motivation, self help, and uh, get some life changing business ideas. And, you know, we always say that uh, Thomas Edison says, I have not failed. I found 10,000 ways that won't work. All he needed was one more idea. And that's what me and Michael DeLuna are going to do today. We're going to sift through all the bad ideas and give you one more good idea, a life changing idea. Isn't that right, Mike?
1: Yes, absolutely correct, man. And I don't think that you can have enough encouragement and inspiration throughout not just your day, your week, and your life. And that's what this show does, man. So I'm fired up and ready to do a great episode today.
0: So we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode of the One More Idea podcast. The only thing that's separating you from where you are to where you want to be is an idea. Yeah. That's it. That's the only, that was the only thing that kept Thomas Edison from getting to that breakthrough point was an idea. And he just had to go through all those other ideas to get that one idea. And then boom, you know, that, that was the idea that he had. Like I'm looking at my house, I have light bulbs, you know, right. (laughs) That came from Thomas Edison. So yeah, sure did. Um, So what, why, why do you do this podcast Mike well very very
1: similar to what what you were saying um i just for me i think that i like to i like to do it because um perspective uh, we've talked about that before but like you can literally say you know one or two things and you know multiple people can take uh what you said and kind of run with it and what i love is like a difference of opinion I guess Uh, multiple times we've kind of tore subject apart you know and you know we play devil's advocate a lot and I think that that's very healthy and some people can consider um, that approach argumentative or or even like uh, you know a a little bit uh, leaves them in an uproar because some people always want to be right but I like the fact that you know we can have a topic and basically tear it to pieces, and have both sides of a of an argument, if you will, and it leaves people with their own perspective. I think, but um, and you always say it. Let let us do the heavy lifting and the hard books and just like different stories that we tell or like we research things, and and then we bring a product to the audience that's pretty you know, pretty cut and dry, I guess, you know, 30 minutes mm-hmm. and you get all this information. I mean, um, a friend of mine was just telling me the other day, you know, every morning I wake up, I always look for a podcast and I shared our podcast with her. I, actually, uh, she's a, a principal here, local local principal. And uh, I really enjoyed that conversation with this lady. Um, her name is Belinda George. Shout out to her. Uh, she's going to be listening to our podcast. And she says every morning she gets up and puts on a um, something positive. And so uh, I think that we give that, but that's what we offer. And uh, the ideas are just, you know, icing on the cake.
0: Hmm. Icing on the cake. That's good, man. Yeah. yeah. Let, let us do the heavy lifting, you know? Yeah. And you sure. guys, it, you know, that doesn't mean you can't look too. And that's, we've always said, you know, if you have an idea as a listener and something that you think is life changing, if, you think it's that idea that's going to get people to the other side of, uh, where they, from where they are to where they want to be, send it our way, you know? And, uh, we, we always love to shout out our listeners. So thank you guys for listening. Um, keep on listening and, and, you know, let's, let's make this a social thing. So give us a shout out on Facebook, share, uh, like our page and subscribe to our podcast on all the listening platforms that you do. So, uh, How about we jump into the idea blitz? Yeah, for sure, man. Get some ideas rolling. Well, the first idea that I wanted to bring to the table is, uh, to stay positive, you know? Um, and I know that's probably a lot harder than it sounds, or maybe it's a lot simpler than you think, you know? Um, I've always heard people say, fake it till you make it, you Mm -hmm. know, who cares if if people can tell, like, man, that's some fake positivity. You know what? You're doing something that's good, you know, and, and the good that you put out into this world comes back to you. So I fully believe if you continually go around and you always try to stay positive, eventually there's going to be, uh, like, a pivot switch where you start to believe, like, the positivity that you're putting out. You know, like, you know what? Right. This is a pretty bad day, but, uh, you know, I'm going to keep a smile on my face and I'm not going to let it affect me. And when I walk into this gas station, I'm not going to let that, uh, store clerk have any misplaced anger. Like they're not going to feel what I'm going through. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to crack a joke. I'm going to say, wow, I cannot wait to drink this water I just bought. Or, you know, Hey, I'd like to put 50 gallons in, uh, just, you know, like make a joke, do anything that you can, to, to stay positive, And I promise you it's going to add value to other people and it's going to add value to you.
1: Wow. That's a really, that's a, that's a really good one. And it's sometimes like, it's really hard to, to, to do that. It always seems like, you know, you could be the one that's like, um, uh, you know, the, the one that's always having to, to kind of all right. Well, let me just be positive instead of having my little day to you know be upset or whatever. But it kind of becomes a habit, and it's kind of natural whenever that's just kind of that's you. Um, so that's a really good one, man. That's a way to start to show off for sure. Uh, I'm gonna say mine is mine is somewhat. It's very simple, and it, it it's definitely positive. Um, yesterday, real quick, I had a quick quick story. This uh, one of the agents that I'm um, uh, a mentor for called me and she said, Hey, this lady at another company, you know, helped her out with a question. And, you know, I've kind of been, you know, not, not working as much um, daily here lately, but I, I, she called this lady and she said, I have a question. The lady answered it. So what I did naturally, I went out man to the store and I bought the the lady that helped our, our uh, agent out a $25 gift card, not much, but I wrote her a really nice letter And I put it in the car, just thanked her for helping our team out. She didn't expect anything. She just was being nice. And believe it or not, man, that's really hard to find these days. So it it made her stand out. And I'm going to – I'm about to mail her a a gift card just to say thank you. Mm. So I think that an act of kindness is my uh, idea. It could be anything. Just sort of like what you said, be positive. But, you know, do something outside of the norm. Um, Be kind to someone. Today, this week, uh, you never know who needs it, man. Maybe even a little letter just saying, hey, I just wanted to say that you're amazing and uh, hope you're having a great week. I mean, how hard is that, but how valuable is that to receive, you know?
0: Well, and I think it comes back to what I've been I just kind of feel like there's a theme here that what you put out into the world comes back to you. And some things it's it's best to do expecting nothing in return, which I believe is what you did. Yeah. But I do think some. I just want to plant a seed somewhere in there, because uh, sometimes we can feel like, man, is this really a good thing for me to do? And I'm telling you, you know, even in the Bible it says you reap what you sow. Yeah, and uh, that's in Proverbs, and it, Proverbs was written by King Solomon, and King Solomon had prayed, uh, you know, to God, and he basically he was the wisest man on earth at that point in time he, he was right. like he was a king he was over a kingdom um you know and when i think of that i'm thinking okay he's at the top of the mountaintop and he sees it all and his words of wisdom were you reap what you sow and if right. you sow sparingly you'll reap sparingly but if you sow bountifully like generously you'll reap generously so yeah, that's for sure man and I think it's a principle that you can really uh, apply to these things that, you know, yes, it's good to just be good and do good things. But at the end of the day, that's those good things are going to come back to you, you know, in the end. And I know, like, let's say another idea of Blitz could be this. Um, like in the workplace, a lot of people probably undersell themselves and I remember hearing somebody say when I worked uh, at this certain construction site, um, he was like, don't ever work as hard as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't ever show them what you can actually do, because then they're always going to expect it from you. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. And I thought that was such not good advice. Uh, looking back on it now, because I'm like, OK, that's a good point. I do see what you're saying. If I always hustle and if I, you know, show up one day and I'm not quite hustling as much, they're going to be like, what's wrong? Why aren't you on the same level that you were before? Or, you know, on the flip side of the coin, they're going to be like, wow, this is somebody who always hustles and always shows up early, stays late. This is somebody who pays attention. This is somebody who reads between the lines. This is somebody who goes above and beyond and they do more like he's doing his manager's responsibilities and tasks are like the director above him. He's doing things that that guy's doing and he's working on a whole higher level. You know what? We're going to promote him. Yeah. You know, who do you think they're going to promote? The guy who just does enough to get by, who actually has potential and can do way more than he shows. And every now and then they're like, wow, he did really good today, but we consistently have seen him do nothing. Uh, or are they gonna promote the other guy who always goes above and beyond? I think it's it's simple, you know? Yeah.
1: No, That's... you're right. And you're absolutely right. Uh but that that leads me to uh my one of my next points. Um I was gonna say like be very cautious uh, about who you keep, you know, in, in your circle, um, who you keep company with. Yeah. Because um, you know, it, it um uh, I, I remember I heard this somewhere, I might have even been on a movie. Um, don't be afraid to separate yourself from, from people that are like the negative Nancy's, the people that are like, like that guy that was giving you that advice. I mean, I'm sure his intentions are good. I mean, you know, a lot of times you start a job or a new venture and the people that's been doing it for a while, they, they, they give you that type of advice. But what you have to look at is, you know, why have they been doing it a while? Like why aren't they, you know? a and, and manager or maybe even have their own branch or their own company um it's because of that mindset what you just said like that's their their mindset is to be so comfortable but i was going to give you another tip man uh, another blitz idea but first i wanted to read this quote and it is absolutely by albert einstein it says a person who never makes a mistake never tried anything new and i know it's very basic and generic but i i, I heard um a news broadcast yesterday about uh, they were talking about covid and they were like you know this lady was saying i just can't wait till we can just get back to normal and i don't know what it was inside of me that's just really stopped and said i don't want to get back to normal i want to i want to be better than what normal used to be yesterday you know because <laughs> if you go back to normal then you're just going back to being comfortable you're going back to being content and that's just not where growth is found you know and and so I disagreed with the lady. I know what she's saying, and I get her point. But being normal, you you are never going to be normal. If you want if you want to be normal, that means you're just being content, and it means you're not growing. So I want I just say everybody out there to try something new. And we always say it's okay to make a mistake. Um, mm-hmm. I think too many times people want to live a mistake free life. And just do everything okay. But if you do that, man, you're never stepping outside of your comfort zone. And so I think that that Albert Einstein had something with that quote that I just read.
0: Yeah, and the interesting thing about growing is that you have to, like with your muscles, in order for a muscle to grow,
1: it has Mm -hmm. to be
0: uh, ripped. It, it has to be mm-hmm. has that pain. It has to have that tear. It has to have that breaking down. And, but then in order for it to grow, it has to have that nutrients. It has to have that protein.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind Isn't of that crazy.
0: You know, um, I, th- I think and I'm just coming up with this off the cuff. I think there's something to failure. There's something to if if we want to grow. We have to try something we've never done before you're going to fail because nothing you've never done before is going to be easy. Right. we talked about that on one of our first podcast shows, nothing you've never done before is going to be easy and anything and and you actually keep bringing this up, but now I'm going to keep bringing it up. Anything that's ever been done was once considered impossible. Yeah. You know, like uh, I'm looking at a TV right now. I'm light bulbs, probably even heck building a house, (laughs) you know? Um, Yeah writing a book producing a book all these things were once seemed impossible impossible until somebody did it and then it makes you think like <laughs> i heard somebody say like could you imagine being the first person to have discovered milk like <laughs> hey, see, see that thing over there hanging from the bottom of the cow yeah. you yeah. squeeze it and i'm gonna drink what comes out of it <laughs> like, absolutely yeah or the first person to like eat an egg Like you're going to do with that coming out of a chicken. You're going to eat an egg. Like that's gross. Oh yeah. Then convincing his friends to eat it. (laughs) Right. Hey you guys, you know, and these are things that we see every day around us and we don't realize we live in this world and don't realize everything that around us was once impossible and somebody had to fail. They, they didn't just come up with like the chair, you know, I'm looking at a chair. I imagine the first time somebody tried to make a chair, they probably fell through it. It probably fell apart. You know, um, nothing that, that we look at and see didn't have to go through that process of pain and failure, but then getting back up and learning and tweaking it, the nutrients and then retrying it again. And then probably failing maybe not quite as bad as the time before. And then learning from that and growing and getting the nutrients and researching and, and then, taking a step again and then boom finally you have it that's right i, I want to pivot us to the big idea and um i have just had a lot of stuff on my heart lately i just got back from a church conference and i'm um, starting a new business you know and just uh, so there's just a lot of stuff on my heart about dreams and goals and just you know going for it and uh you know, I, I guess this this big idea, um, maybe we can start it with what fuels um, are, are. Let me say it like this. The fuel that can make ideas happen. Right. Right. Um, well, because. Know, go yeah, ahead. Go
1: ahead. Well, I was going to tell you this, man. It's so funny that we your your idea is sort of like mine. I'm going to let me open up by saying what I wanted to say and then and then we can go right into what. I think this is gonna help help kind of tee this up. I uh, I did a a class two weeks ago, and um, I, I I was driving to the location, and I heard this story, and bro, it like inspired me so much, to where when I got to that class, like I pretty much like had everybody just ready to take over the world, and it <laughs> was because of what I just heard. And so I, I I was going to talk about this a couple weeks ago. But, you know, I asked everybody, what, what just happened in recent news? And a lot of people started talking about the COVID. And that's not what I'm talking about. I said, no, 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 we're not talking about that. What what did you see just happen? And what the answer is, is that, I don't know, I'm sure you know it. You keep up with a lot of current events. But uh, not too far from here, uh, the owner, of, inventor of Amazon, with, you know, everybody knows who yep. the brand is, yep. launched a rocket. along with some people right a couple guys this one guy was like a a young child just has a lot of money wanted to go up in space and uh anyway he comes back down safely and everybody's like oh my god this guy did you know this is amazing but what a lot of people are not talking about is that a month before guess who did the same thing richard branson richard branson did the same exact thing but didn't get as much media attention but Mm. but so what i started doing i started thinking okay well how are these guys doing this let me research richard branson and i looked up richard branson which i know a lot about him but i really hadn't read many of his you know autobiographies but man this guy dude if you want inspiration like check check out richard branson and so what what happened was this dude has failed more times than You can imagine, like, he had Virgin Coke. Like, I didn't even know he had this product. He had cars that failed. He had, um, you know, of course, he has the airline, but listen to how this dude is so destined to succeed. He went and we're talking about dreams inside of his autobiography because I had to get it, I had to see what he's talking about. (laughs) It he says in his autobiography, he said. I always knew I was going to be in space. They asked him that. And he said, when I was a young kid, I knew that I was going to be in space. He said, I started working backwards my whole life. He goes, my whole work, everything about an airplane, everything about going to space was, he said, it was in my DNA from a young child. He said, wow. I always visualize myself being in space. He said, "I just needed the vehicle to get there, and the means, and the, and, and the, you know, the, the partners." And he started talking. I'm not too far in the book, but I'm at a part right now where he goes to Boeing. Everybody knows Boeing. Boeing is like the a Dude, major airline.
0: I have a friend it, that works for Boeing.
1: So, so that's just like you going stations. to. Your...
0: Okay, I so, just have okay, to throw so, that in there.
1: <laughs> well, so imagine going to your friend and saying, "Listen, I need to talk to the guy that's in charge of you." So the guy says, your friend says, Yeah, his name is John. And here, here he is. He's the supervisor for the floor and design or whatever. He goes and talks to me. He goes, Hey, I have an idea, but I need to talk to the guy that's above you. So he finally gets to the owner or the the managing partner of, you know, Bowen. And he says, Listen, he goes, I need to borrow an airplane. And they're like, Okay, these are only like millions of dollars. What do you mean you need to borrow an airplane? He goes, I'm launching a company. And it's called Virgin, you know, Virgin um, Airlines. And uh, I need I need a plane. He goes, I need to lease it, but I assure you, based on my model, I'm gonna be able to bring you this much money within one year. And he has this business plan written out and everything. And he not only does what he said he was gonna do, but he brought double what he told the guy wow. he was gonna bring him. And he he did that all by his ability to sell not only himself but his dream to somebody. He sold his dream and they bought into it to where everybody knows the, the history. That's how he started. But then he started doing the same thing with other things. And 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 he he and a lot of people aren't talking about that. But he accomplished exactly what he said he was gonna accomplish. And my whole thing is is that if it's your goal to get to outer space, that's that's then so be it. But let's just take that right now and put that in perspective what is what is your dream that is that is actually maybe not going into outer space but what is something that you see that you could obtain in a shorter period of time but it's something that you've been wanting to do but you haven't been able to that story right there these are people that are flying to outer space these are people that are billionaires they're on a totally different playing field i get it but one thing richard branson said that stuck with me as he said, I wasn't always a billionaire. He said, I, 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 w- I was a regular guy that had a dream, which is what we're talking about, and had motivation. And he said, I knew how to get what I needed through, through other people because we all succeed with, uh, from other people. Like we don't do it on our own. But he sold a dream. He, his passion sold a dream to Boeing and they gave him an airline. If, if he can do that, what can we do? What are we capable of doing? You know, so anyway, I wanted to tee it up for you, man. So it's all yours.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's what's so funny about that is that I was thinking about how I could talk about Jeff Bezos. Here's (laughs) a guy, (laughs) and and I wasn't going to, but here's a guy who, you know, started Amazon. Okay. Um, Ah. And Amazon is, is like, you know, You can have a button. I'm pretty sure this is Amazon. It's either Amazon. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Amazon. You can have a button that like is by your washer. And when you hit that button, it automatically orders like laundry detergent. It yeah. automatically processes, orders, place the order. It's on the way to your house. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, here's a guy who's invented things like that and has like this service that people are literally selling things on Amazon and becoming millionaires, bil- billionaires, you know, with, uh, the, the drop selling drop shipping, but
1: yeah, yeah, right. Right.
0: So it's like, okay, you start a business like that and then you, you decide, Oh, I want to go to space. And then you yep. launch, you know, out of a rocket yeah. into outer space. I mean, I'm just thinking, wow, like this is, is really inspirational, you know? And, Jeez. uh, I was looking through my books cause I always like to get inspiration. And I have a book called 10X. Um, Grant Cardone wrote mm-hmm. it. And yep. 10, he talks about this 10X role. And I, honestly, I haven't even uh, read it. <laughs> um, I got it for free. He posted on Facebook. He said, hey, uh, I'm sending my book out for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Right. Um, so I got it. And I just was scrolling through. And here's a word that I believe is uh, it is a word that perfectly describes success, in my opinion, okay? And it's it's in his book. I was just looking through the chapters. Like, is something going to spark for me? Or how, how can I, like, explain this idea on how to take a dream or a goal and, like, make it happen, okay? Because okay. you see some people who have dreams and goals. Yeah. And – Like, if your goal (laughs) – I'm trying to think of how – like, some people don't ever go for the goals and the dreams that they feel like are unattainable, you know? So they they stay within a box of, like, I'm going to get a wide picket fence. I'm just going to work at a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? A safe job. I'm not not going to take a risk. I'm not going to – and we talk about this a lot. We beat up old Billy Joe all the time. Sorry, Mm -hmm. Billy Joe or Billy Jane. You know, if if you fit in this mold. But let I want to help you. I want to help people because I used to – there have been times in my life where I thought like this. I'm going for safe and secure, you know, and and I get that. But if you're trying to go for the unattainable, you have to step outside of the comfortable, okay? Yeah. And this word perfectly describes how you can achieve what seems unattainable and impossible. And it's called obsession. OK, uh, and Grant Cardone says in his book, obsession isn't a disease, it's a gift. Um, so the dictionary defines the term obsessed as the domination of one's thoughts or feelings by a persistent idea, image or desire. And uh, he says, although the rest of the world tends to treat this mindset like a disease, I believe that is the perfect uh, adjective um, for how you must approach success to dominate your sector, your goal, dream or ambition. You must first dominate your every interest thought and consideration. So obsession is not a bad thing here. It is a requirement to get uh, where you want to go. In fact, You want to be so fanatical about success that the world knows you will not compromise or go away. And until you become completely obsessed with your mission, no one will take you seriously until the world understands that you are not going away, that you are 100% committed and have complete and utter conviction and will persist in pursuing your project. You will not get the attention you need and the support you want. In this context, obsession is like a fire and you want to build it so big that people feel compelled to sit around it in admiration. And as with the fire, you have to keep adding wood to sustain the heat and the glow. You obsess over how to keep your fire burning, or it will turn to ashes. Yeah. So that's you what know, really so, stood out to me because I build if, a lot of fires with barbecue. I was barbecue. about to
1: say that—that's your thing. <laughs> like you, you're you—you learn the art of building a fire, you know. So.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing with the fire; it has to have. You have to nurture that fire. You have to, um, you know, I recently, one of the hardest things with fire is to get it started. Yeah. You know, a lot of people want to douse it with gasoline, which they think, oh, you know, yeah, let me just douse all this wood with gasoline, which doesn't work, by the way, with food. Like, you, you're you not going to douse the wood that you're about to cook with, with get the gasoline. But like in a like campfire or something, it's fine, I guess. But yeah. Here's what happens with that though. It's a quick and easy fix. You pour a bunch of gasoline on it, it may keep burning or it may not. Unless Mm -hmm. you keep pouring more gasoline. I I can't tell you how many fires in my backyard I've tried to like pour gasoline on and it burns a little bit and then it stops. It burns out. Because it's the gasoline comes in, it's kind of like just putting band aid on like heart surgery. You know, it Mm -hmm. just it doesn't really sustain it. But what I've found like lighter fluid I can sit there and spray a little bit and it's better because it'll catch and then it starts to die out and I spray a little bit more and it'll catch and it'll die out. I'll spray a little bit more and I have managed to get it going with lighter fluid but here recently uh, here's here's the way that you get a fire going and you sustain it you have to keep you have to have a bed of charcoal or a bed Mm -hmm. of like embers right okay and what the ember does is it's hot and it can catch anything around it on fire. So that's your foundation. You have to have a good foundation Mm -hmm. of understanding of like research and planning and details. Right. And then once that foundation is there, I can put a log directly on the, those embers. Boom. It, it immediately lights fire. It, I mean like instantaneously, it, there doesn't even have to be a fire going. If that foundation is right with that charcoal, with that bed of coals, it's like just boom, it just lights. And it's cool. the coolest thing that i figured out. Uh, so a lot of times when I'm starting a fire, the first thing I ever do before I put any meat on the pit, before I put any logs on the pit, is I make sure that I have planned out a good foundation. And what a, a lot of people do when they're smoking meat is they'll use charcoal. And yeah. you, the trick here is you don't douse it with a bunch of lighter fluid, okay? You got to get that charcoal lit and going with that, without all that fuel because uh, the fuel can taint your food. You know, it can make it taste weird. Yeah, So of it, you can't take a shortcut. I know that's kind of – that's a lot of information, but hopefully that really paints the image of, like, with your goals and your dreams. You can't just take a short fix, you know. Um, you can't just – Get out there and, oh, wow, I had really good success with this one thing. So now uh, I'm going to go go out there and just jump all in and just do it. No, there's still details. There's still planning. There's still, you know, um, what's what's a good first step for you? Having the details that you have and the base foundation that you have. So when you take that step, it's like a log and then boom, it lights fire. And Then, okay, what now that you've achieved that small success, what's another goal? that you can achieve. That's going to get you closer to like your guy, Richard, you have this end goal in mind, you know, well, that's the big thing. Go to outer space. You can't do that immediately, but you can work back and figure out things that are attainable, things that are achievable to get to the unattainable.
1: Yeah, man, that's, that's so correct. I mean, I, I started thinking about how long does it take to, to build a spaceship that will, you know, successfully and safely passenger you through, you know, the sky up to outer space and then back down safely. I mean, I'm sure that that's like a lifetime of research for some, you know, so it doesn't start. I think, I think, uh, man, let's just kind of like dive into this a little more. I think the reason why people like, we'll just keep using the fire. I think people get frustrated in the process, man. Um I, I, I have this thing that I was, Uh, I sent to someone it's, it's, uh, I don't know if it's written down somewhere or if if it kind of came to mind, but, uh, it's, um, the three Ps basically is purpose. It's, uh, the process and the promise. And I mean, for, for some of us, we have a promise. Um, you can say that God gives us a promise. You can say that maybe you were promised something when you were younger and it could be something that you might've made a promise to yourself. Like I'm not, I'll give you a good example. Like, um, I know a guy that had an alcoholic dad and he said, I will never be like my dad. I'm not going to, when I have kids, I'm going to like, I'm going to treat them fair. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to abuse them. I'm not going to be this horrible father. And his, his purpose, his whole goal in life was to have kids where he can raise them and, and show them a better way of life. But I think where we get discouraged at is the process uh, because waiting for your coals to light and waiting for your the research to pan out for you it, it can be frustrating at times you you lose momentum and sometimes we go grab that lighter fluid to, to speed the process up we're like you know what this is not working screw it dows it with fluid <laughs> and 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 yeah it's a fix because boom what happens it blows up and you're like yes finally fire but like you said you're every action has a result and your meat's not going to taste as good or the fire's going to just keep burning out and making you even more frustrated. So, the process, man, is where we get refined at. And I think that's the hardest thing to understand is that it might not happen today, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It it sometimes mm-hmm. it takes time and and where we always say that quote, you know, the thousand the thousand failures. You know, that's hard to swallow sometimes, but Thomas Edison didn't become who he was by just giving up after the first or two, second or third failure. You know, sometimes you have to just hang in there, man, even though it seems like, man, I just can't get a win. It's like a failure after failure. But, I mean, you can speak to it. I mean, I'm sure you didn't figure this light in the the pit um, thing out the very first time you tried. You know, it was a process, you know. And so that sometimes can be a little frustrating, but you have to hang in there.
0: Well, and here's kind of the – I don't know if everybody reaches this point and there's there's different levels of it. And I've come in and out of like what I would consider Grant Cardone like a 10X mindset yeah. and like a 1X mindset, okay, mm-hmm. like just normal getting by. And it comes back to that statement that got made to me. Don't show them what you can really do. Like, whoa, 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 dude, you're standing out too much. Don't, don't do that. Back up, you know, ease the, the reins a little bit, stay normal. (laughs) Don't, don't do abnormal, you know, um, don't do extraordinary. And like, I always come back to music, like with guitar, there was this thing on the inside of me. It was an obsession. And I always started with the end. I was like, okay, if I want to be at this level, the people who are at that level do this amount of preparation technique and, you know, um, skill and okay. So if they're doing those things and those things take this effort, I have to do this, you know, effort. I can't do what like that person I saw at the guitar store do. Who's just kind of like, they're not good, (laughs) you know? I can't do whatever their effort is because they're just at a guitar store trying to buy a guitar. I want to do what that guy's doing on the YouTube video who has like, he's been playing since before I was born and he's famous and everybody's watching him, you know, or let's say in a business setting. So that was my mindset with music. But like with business, I wanted to be in a church. I wanted to be working in full-time ministry so I started doing the things that you do to be in full-time ministry. Uh, when I got let go from a job, which by the way, this is going to be kind of a side note. Um, we got audited at a uh, at a plant that I worked at. Right. And basically, you we had this thing called Method 21 where you're supposed to touch the valve. I was like barely not touching it <laughs> and they have to report everything and they reported no 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 he didn't touch that so he's not doing method 21 it, it was just kind of it, it was it was a stretch but like okay. it got pushed through because you know that's what auditors do they're supposed to find anything that's not right so that's they were I- like he's instead of just touching it there's a little bit of air that can go through on the valve so you know it's he's not doing it right but uh the Anyways, so my boss, though, because I always did more and above and beyond, didn't fire me from the company. She just moved me to a different plant. Okay. So I really think somebody needs to hear that, that you're thinking, man, why am I going above and beyond? Because, you know, when, when push comes to shove and it matters the most, the people who you think are not watching everything you're doing, oh yeah, they'll take, they'll take up for you. Yeah. And, for or sure. they will promote you. Because actually, when that happened, I actually got promoted and got paid more. So, wow. anyways, it, whatever. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, I, that's what they're trying good. to get me fired, and I get promoted. <laughs> <So> <laughs> anyways, they ended up. Wow. The company had to end up letting people go who hadn't been working there for more than like five years. Uh, so they let it was like a layoff. They let a bunch of people go. Right. Well, what happened though? Back to my story, I talked to my pastor at the time I said hey I'm looking for a job is there anything at the church because I knew what it took to be in full-time ministry I got hired on the spot doing maintenance at a church you know with doing like worship on the side but my main job was like to mow four acres to clean up around the church sometimes to set up and tear down chairs after events uh, which is like 400 chairs that's a lot it's workout you know and it's very detailed because it has to be straight lines it has to be 14 chairs on each side you know and you have to put down tape so you know exactly where the edges go so very 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 detailed i had to weed eat this one section that went like the span of a football field mm-hmm. you know yeah i remember asking him like i really have to weed it all the way down yeah you do wow. but what i was learning eventually I grew to where I had a ten of uh, a team of about ten to fifteen volunteers that I managed, who uh, I would schedule them to come and do yard work, and they loved doing it. Okay, and all those things taught me the details of scheduling, the details of the little things that I thought didn't matter but actually do, and like attract people to your church, like freshly mowed grass. That's a small little detail that most people think is insignificant and like meaningless. But I guarantee you there's people that roll up to a church and if they see that the grass isn't well kept and if things haven't been edged right, you know, with a weed eater and a trimmer and leaf, you know, and then finished up with a leaf blower, it influences them subconsciously to think your church isn't clean. That's right. Yeah. And that this church isn't a church that does things with excellence and they subconsciously feel uncomfortable. So how does that translate with what I'm talking about? My dream and my goal and my vision was to be in full-time ministry, which I am. And But I had to take a step in a direction with a job that I didn't fully understand while I was doing it. But I knew that it was putting me in the right ballpark, the proximity of where I wanted to be. And eventually I got elevated to the position that I wanted to be in. You know, I just stuck with it and kept learning like, and, and, all those things, learning how to manage those details, you know, learning how to schedule a team of volunteers. Now I schedule more people than that, work with more details. And, you know, wow. I'm, I'm a worship director at a church, which is what I wanted to do. But it took me having to, like David in the Bible, he had to learn how to slay his lions and his tigers and his, you know, stuff like that, lions and bears, before wow. he could slay his Goliath. And, uh, you know, you, whatever your Goliath dream might be out there, Mike, too, and me and all of us, we have to learn how to slay our uh, our lions and our bears, you know, before we can go out with that big, for the people who don't know, that big dream. That, that's what the Goliath stands for in this context, the big dream, the big thing. And here's the cool thing about it. You might feel like you're not equipped. You might feel like you're outmatched, but you have all the gifts and all the potential that you need on the inside of you. You just need the confidence and the willpower to just go for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, oh, believe, and, yeah. and believe that you're going to do it.
1: Well, I tell you what, man. I'm there. Are so many great ahas from what you just said. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and and land, land the plane, plane man. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll land the plane by saying this, uh, co-pilot. Here, here it is. You have uh you have a purpose. We we know that. We have um uh, a promise, and if you're biblical, if you're spiritual, then you you know the promises that God has given us. And if you're just, you know, that's not your thing, which it should be. Shame on you. But if not, uh, if you're this is a business, you know, call or whatnot, then you have promises that you have on your life as well. Like you're not just here because you know you're a mistake. So, um, whatever those promises are, Michael had a promise that hit. No matter what, he had to cut yards to become what he is today. And but the hardest thing to do is to go through the process with the, with the with the, the the knowledge with with knowing without a shadow of a doubt that you will be where you where you were promised to be like you you want to be in outer space then guess what that's what's going to happen but the process of getting there you can't give up on it man like that's that's the whole um test if you will that's that's the whole grind the day in the day out the that's that's where the 10x rule comes in at where you know what? Don't take a little bit of action. Take massive action. Like, don't just do a little bit, but do a lot. And the the thing that Grant breaks down is that it the, we, the reason why a lot of people don't succeed is because they take a little bit of action, and that fades away, man. You have to come with your A game every time, you know, uh, with baseball season. You know, every time you're at the plate, you have to bring your A game, man. You can't go to the plate and barely swing or, you know, just – like, oh, I'm going to give it a little effort, and hopefully I'll hit that home run. It's just not going to happen. Man, you have to aim for the fences every single time you're at bat. And uh, sometimes you'll do it, and sometimes you'll strike out. But striking out doesn't mean you lost. It doesn't mean it's over. You'll get another shot. And so I just want to leave the listeners with that. Like, be encouraged, man. Like, you know, go go research Richard Branson. Go, go research Jeff Bezos, and, and look at how he started Amazon – And maybe you won't be an Amazon or maybe you won't be a, you know, an airline CEO or whatnot, but it doesn't mean that your promise is not going to be fulfilled because it it will, but you have to do what you have to do the process, you know? So great show, man. This has been awesome. I really
0: enjoyed it. Well, on this episode and every episode, we always like to close out with a uh, Albert Einstein quote, you know, and he says that we cannot change our problems with the same thinking that we use when we created them, when we found out about them in the first place. So what it's going to take is us uh, changing our thought patterns and trying to come to, to the realization that there's good ideas out there, we just have to know what they are, and, and we have to push ourselves to grow outside of our comfort uh, in order to have that life-changing breakthrough idea.
1: Yeah, and there there are tons of solutions, suggestions, and strategies that we gave you today in every podcast, so we challenge you to use these in your day-to-day life and share it with somebody and invite somebody. And uh, let's help change lives. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you all the next episode.